I didn't want to come back. You know, life down here is really a lot more difficult than there. But he said, Kevin, you know it's not about you. It's about the people. He sent me back to these people, and it's a miracle that I came back. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist San Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about what happens when someone dies. Now, I'm pretty sure that you've been pondering this question sometime in your life, right? And you probably wondered, what really happens when someone dies? So far, there's not a lot of proof of what really does happen, but... The scientific community is taking more notice to something called near-death experiences, in which people have very spiritual experiences that are either very positive or very negative when they die or nearly die. In our last show, we had Kevin Zadai share with us a near-death experience, where he unexpectedly had an out-of-body experience and encountered Jesus Christ in eternity. He recounted that Jesus had started teaching him deep meanings of Scripture, and that everything was based upon biblical teachings and beliefs. He's going to share with us more today and encourage us about the reliability of Scripture in the Bible. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Oh, awesome to be here with you. Kevin, I'm glad to have you back. It's amazing how you have shared with us your experience from dying and entering into the spiritual realm. And I remember you were saying you were feeling during this experience that you didn't want to come back to be alive again. Why was that? Well, I was thinking, is it going to be worth it? Because I didn't want to come back. You know, life down here is really a lot more difficult than there because there's no resistance from the enemy there in heaven or in the spirit realm with Jesus when you're in his proximity. So I had this thing going on, but he said, Kevin, you know, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the people. Then I got his heart when he said that. And I realized that I was being sent back to help, that other people would benefit from it. So every morning, like just like this morning when I woke up, when I consciously took up my first breath this morning, I said, yes, Lord, I'm going to do your will today. And I said, thank you for another day because it's a gift. Every day is a gift to me now because I shouldn't be back. And it's a miracle that I came back. So, yes, I did have a struggle, but I did agree to come back. But you have to remember now that when you pray, it might take a while for you to see your prayer answered, but God heard you the second you prayed. And I saw something else that I feel like I should say. A lot of what we go through down here is coming from attacks on the outside. We just can't see it. There's feelings that I saw when I was outside with Jesus, outside my body, that there were evil spirits that were actually making me feel a certain way, and it wasn't even me. Mm. And I didn't know that until I left my body. And then I realized, wow, people are feeling like there's this or that, or things are happening to them, and they feel guilty, and they don't know why. They feel condemned. They don't feel accepted. They feel rejected. And I saw where there were actual entities that, because of the proximity in an area around them, they were making them feel that way. And people, after a while, they just started to accept that this is just the way I am. And I just wanted to scream and say, no, no, you know, and then I realized that's why I should come back. 
I felt like people just needed to know that there's a war going on around them, but that Jesus Christ was victorious over those evil spirits. Mm. So when I came back, I saw that God had plans for everybody. So he strategically started to lead and guide me. And every day I just pray, and just like this radio interview, you know, he tells me that he wants me to talk on here. So that's what I'm doing. I'm telling people the truth about him, because I can't fail. But see, people that hear the Word of God, they can't fail either, because God never has tried anything. That's what he told me in person. He said, I've never tried anything. He said, I always think about what I want to do, and then I do it. And once I say it, then it's done. And so that's the way it is in heaven. Yeah, so down here, we have to kind of transfer that truth from the Word of God over into the hearts of the people so that when they pray, they believe. See, because it says, if you believe that you receive what you ask for, you shall have it. Mm-hmm. And that is where he said, when you pray, you should actually believe that you have it. That's something that comes from the Spirit of God and the influence of God. So Jesus actually wants to influence people by his Spirit. And so down here, we'll feel influenced by evil spirits, but see, we can't see them. And so we think, well, you know, I'm having a bad day. No, you're having a good day in Jesus. But what's happening is, is the enemy is trying to get you to slow down because you're starting to pick up your pace. Mm. And that's what I saw is that when we start to get momentum, the enemy just gets very nervous because if you break away, I saw where there's a breakaway where you get into your stride when you walk with God, you're in his stride. The devil can't even keep up with you. (laughs) Pretty interesting. But he sent me back to these people, and I've had an amazing time over these last 24 years. That is interesting what you learned, because it is true that there's spiritual warfare and demonic opposition in our lives every day, and sometimes we aren't even aware of it. But it is clearly laid out in Scripture, and we're supposed to be clothed in the armor of God. Now, I understand that the Lord revealed to you Mark chapter 9, verses 23, where it's written, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. That verse. How did you understand this verse in the context of believing and receiving God's forgiveness? Yeah, well, I found that Jesus wants us to confess our sins every day. Anything that gets between us. Now, of course, we have this condition of sin that's been taken care of by the blood of Jesus. But I also want to tell you that there is this time where we mess up sometimes. And I found that Jesus just wants us to confess our sins, and He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That was written to Christians in John. So this is like a process that Jesus told me to tell people, that even if you do sin, you're supposed to just ask for forgiveness, and you're forgiven. And then, the Mark 9, 23, He says, if you'll believe, Kevin, nothing shall be impossible to you. And He just looked at me. And I thought, man, this is the person who actually spoke that. And he's telling me that if I'll believe that nothing will be impossible, and he's not even like giving me any kind of conditions or, you know, like except during these circumstances. He didn't say anything like that. And so I realized that he wants us to walk with him and trust him to where when we pray, we believe that we receive the answer before we even get it. Wow, that's an amazing revelation, Kevin, about being a Christian sinning. And I hear many have a hard time believing that God would even forgive them if they're Christians and sinning. What would you say to the Christian who says, I'm not sure if God will truly ever forgive me? What does that person need to do in the light of this understanding of Scripture? I would say that the fastest thing and the best thing you could do is just run to the feet of Jesus and realize one thing, that if you have given your life over to Him and you are born again, that your past sins are forgiven. 
Now, after the born again experience, if we're able to just confess to him and repent and tell him that we are sorry, he says that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that's what I would say is, is that if you have sinned, if you have anything that you've done and messed up, you need to go to Jesus right away and confess your sins to him. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and forgive you of all that you've done and cleanse you of it. And that's something that Jesus told me to tell people. Immediately get it right with God and don't waste any time. And then from that point on, then you say, Lord, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to help me and to strengthen me and to have me walk with you in the way that you want me to. That's what I would tell people. Hey, man, Kevin, thanks so much for sharing your experience with us. Obviously, you came back. You've been living your life dedicated to the work of the ministry since. It's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing with us some testimonial evidence that the Holy Bible is the inspired Word of God and that God is teaching from that framework. It's really fascinating. Great job, Kevin. Awesome. Don't go anywhere. I have some good news for you right after the short break. Did you know that Evangelist Onlay also travels around the world speaking at gospel events? Yeah. Go to www.therealliferadioshow.com to learn more about us and what we are doing to impact the world and reach the next generation. Also, you got to check out our YouTube channel where Onlay explores different parts of the world and God's wonders, sharing insights and reaching people in different countries. Let's explore the wonders of the world together. You don't want to miss out on this one. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at www.therealliferadioshow.com. That's www.therealliferadioshow.com. Please help us to expand the reach of these shows. We couldn't do it without you. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? This is crazy how Kevin came back and that initially he didn't want to come back. And no wonder because many who have near-death experiences describe being in the presence of God, which feels like pure love. They all say that. That must be amazing. But this would make accurate sense to what the Bible says. You see, it's written in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Beloved, this verse matches the experiences of many people who've gone through a near-death experience. And they detail it out. And what does the verse says? It says that God is love. His presence is literally being in the presence of love, like a tangible anointing, like you can touch it, you can be surrounded, you can be enveloped in it. If it is true that God is love, then God has provided a way to eternal life for all of us. According to scripture, Jesus paid the price for our sins by dying on the cross. And today, there's a free gift of salvation to all who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus and receive that free gift of eternal salvation. It's written in Romans chapter 6, verses 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus has paid the price for you, for me. Because of our sins, we are supposed to receive the payment for that. 
which the Bible says is death. It means like a spiritual death. It's a life eternally separated from God. But instead, Jesus Christ offers us the free gift of eternal life. Beloved, think about this. If we receive this gift, we will be assured to enter into eternal life, into heaven, into what the Bible calls paradise. Beloved, are you ready for this when you die? Are you ready for your final day? And if not, I want to take a moment and pray with you because you need to be sure of this one thing. And that's what I get from listening to Kevin Zadai's testimony and just knowing even what doctors are recording, these testimonies. Beloved, do you know God loves you? He does not want to send you to hell, but that can be a destination if we don't have like a life vest. Do you know what I mean? Like we'll drown if we don't have a life vest in the middle of an ocean. So Lord Jesus, I'm praying for the person who's saying, gosh, Lord, I don't know if I have that salvation. I don't know where I'm going when I die. So Lord Jesus, we take the moment to grab hold of your salvation. We receive it. We believe in it. We believe in you, Lord Jesus. And we ask for you to come into our lives. We're asking for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. You can listen to The Real Life Radio Show on Spotify, Alexa, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Samsung, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. See you next time.